A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friend. Yes, Sunday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with, of course, me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, we begin today's podcast by looking back on last night's commentary of Scotland's Euro 2024 qualifier against Norway. Here's how the game sounded live on Talksport 2. would take them further clear of the chasing pack. Solbakken and clips it across, left footed! And a free header straight at the goalkeeper from Serlov. Norway really with their first sight of goal in the game. You know, looking at Odegaard now, he's just starting to pick up their little position as in half turn yeah. going. And a flick ball over the top by Odegaard to find Solos. He's brought it down in front of the Scotland fans. Right wing position to the dead ball line. Floats it across. Now, that looked like a foul. Penalty given. Foul on Erling Haaland at the back post. He was sent sprawling to the ground. Against Angus Gunn, Haaland left-footed, and he squeezed it beyond Gunn and into the corner. We have to keep concentrating for 90 minutes because we'll get an opportunity tonight. John McGinn playing it through the middle towards McLean. It's well intercepted. This ball drops to Dyke. Yeah, He's pushed it in! What a goal in the last four or five minutes of the match. Scotland looking for another. John McGinn at the back post, left-footed. Dykes is there for yeah! And our Scotland fated to be heading to Germany next year. It's Norway 1, Scotland 2. What a moment for Kenny McLean. Yeah, huge result. You know, for 86, 87 minutes, one goal down, and then all of a sudden, moment there for Scotland. We just said, can we create one moment? All of a sudden, we created two moments to win the game. And I think this is, this is a big, big result for for this group, you know, going eight points clear of Norway, who, who on tonight, it's shown at times, are a good side, you know, good technical players can cause you problems, but um, no, it's a, it's a great result for Scotland, and hopefully now we can we can go to Tuesday night with a little bit more confidence, and, and hopefully we can play a little bit better and, and get, get the same result. Once you get that goal and you get to 1-1, you think, okay, can we go and go again, and we create one moment again, and, uh, you know, big Linden there, sticking the ball in the net to, to get equalised, and then Kenny McLean showing great composure just to to get that second goal, but yeah, it's a huge result. Well, you have to applaud Lyndon Dykes in particular because we had been saying at one stage, and, and it wasn't necessarily down to him, but he hardly had a kick of the ball, and then one instinctive finish, and then the awareness to lay it back to McLean, 
for the second goal, he's more than played his part. Yeah, it could have been easy to be to be um, a little bit selfish and try and get the turn and, and shoot and maybe that, but he, he's seen that Ken McLean was in a good position. He rolls it back and Kenny just, you know, passed it into the net. And uh, it's, um, yeah, it's a good result. Scotland fans are very, very happy. And these group of players now can, can look forward to Tuesday. Eight points clear of third, at least for now. They will play Georgia on Tuesday night. How important is it, Charlie, that Scotland follow that up with another victory at Hampton? Uh, yeah, definitely. It's a, a game that we're expected to win. Um, and, and, you know, if they can do that, then it will give us a, a, a little bit more of a, a, an opportunity to, to qualify for Germany. And if we can keep doing that, the spirit, the, the togetherness, the camaraderie is in that group. And, um, you know, they never seem to lie down. And, uh, yeah, three points. And we move to Tuesday now against, you know, a Georgia team that will come and frustrate. And we've got to be ready for that. Too Cricket now, and the Ashes series of course continued with another action-packed day of play at Edgbaston yesterday. TalkSport's cricket correspondent John Norman summed up the proceedings. Australia have finished uh, on day two, 311 for five, trailing England now by just 82 runs. A centurion in Usman Khawaja at the crease and also Alex Carey, 52 not out. Uh, the day started um, uh, with wild abandon and dreams of a healthy first innings lead for England. Certainly at lunch, it was advantage England. Two wickets and two balls going the way of Stuart Broad. And then uh, Steve Smith chipped out uh, uh, just before the lunch break as well. However, from uh, the perils, really, of 78 for three, Australia went on to lose just two wickets in the remainder of the day. One in the afternoon session, Travis Head uh, dragged into short mid-wicket after he'd reached 50. And one in the evening session when uh, Cameron Green was bowled through the gate. Both wickets going the way of Moeen Ali. Uh, but England, well, they were rue some missed opportunities. Much like Australia did yesterday, in fairness, uh, there was a missed stumping opportunity. Cameron Green uh, had only faced uh, two deliveries. Johnny Bairstow put down uh, a straightforward opportunity. That would have given Moeen Ali two wickets in three deliveries. And there was a crucial partnership between Green and also Kawaja, which really rescued Australia. And then again, later on the day, uh, Carey was dropped by Bairstow, went on 26. Uh, Joe Root this time with his head in his hands. Um, uh, but everybody had their heads in their hands when Usman Kawaja Two balls after the new ball had been taken. The second one, uh, he was castled, off stump, pegged back. He was halfway to the pavilion when he was shown, broad that is, to have overstepped. So uh, England, unfortunately, will feel that they've been the architects of their own downfall at times today. There was another edge as well from the bat of Carey, which edged between wicket and slip. When he was on 46, it was kind of fitting that it was that shot that made him reach 50. So uh, plenty to think about, plenty of things to talk about. Another extraordinary day of Ashes cricket that has ended with Australia on top, 311 for five. Now, Saturday also saw the big breaking news that legendary commentator Martin Tyler will leave Sky Sports this summer. The 77-year-old has worked on their Premier League coverage since its inception in 1992. Here's how we reacted to the news across the TalkSport network. And it's Tony Adams put through by Steve Ball. Would you believe it? 
Oh, he's absolutely been the gold standard. Um, his voice is synonymous with the Premier League. The goal calls over the years, you know, you go back to um, Collymore closing in, uh, Stan Collymore for Liverpool. You talk about the Aguero goal, of course, and so many others. I think Martin Tyler's voice has brought so much resonance and joy to Premier League matches. He, he is a commentary legend, and I think he's admired and respected within the profession and by fans wherever he goes. So um, he'll be a big miss on Sky. Um, I'm sure he may well have he may well have other plans. He may well have other options. But either way, um, he's had a fantastic career. And, and, and he is the voice of the Premier League. And you, you can't really give him a greater compliment than that. Balotelli, Aguero! I tell you, the, the best thing about that goal, I mean, I, I was working on the radio. And I, I'm, I did it terribly badly in comparison to that. Did you doff your cap? I'm telling you now, the best thing that he did there, from the minute he says, from the second he says Aguero, to when he says, I swear you'll never see anything like this again. I mean, even now just talking about it gives me a little it's, bit of... goosebumps and tingles. Boost, but it does, yeah. it does, because it's so good. And the reason it's so good is that just after that, he stops. And all, he says nothing for about 15 seconds and that moment where he says nothing for 15 seconds and you just see the crowd and you hear the crowd and it sucks the noise in and he, the, the cameras pan around the Etihad Stadium. You, you, you take that moment. There was no point in him saying anything and he knew that and editorially just stepped back, let the pitchers breathe, let the pitchers happen and then he went in, bang, I swear you'll never see this ever again. I mean, absolutely Terrific. I've got to say, I texted him this morning. I said to him, I know you're going to get a load of these text messages uh, throughout the course of the day. But I just want to say, brilliant, unmatched. No one will ever do it like you've done it. No one ever is going to be the, the voice of football like he's been, the voice of the Premier League over the last 30, 32 years or whatever it's been. To the Game Day Breakfast Show now. And of course, the fallout from England's sort of convincing 4 0 win over Malta on Friday night continued giving their thoughts on the game with former England midfielder Carl Palmer and former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino. But it will break for Alexander-Arnold here. Pins one in. That is a great strike to give England a 2-0 lead. And he deserves that. It's been such an excellent start to his night. And 28 minutes in, he's found the net from 25 yards. Well, for me, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I, I don't care where you play Trent Alexander. He plays in the England side. He's the most creative passer, best passer we've had for many a year. So whichever position you can fit him in, he plays. Mm. I thought he was outstanding uh, last night, but... You have to give that um, the context of the the opposition. The opposition uh, are not the highest of quality, but you know Trent Trent can do. I mean, the pass for um, Saka to cross. I mean, Trent does that to 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 anybody. Uh, and a lot of people talk about Trent's frailties. We know he's not the best the, the the best at defending, but people say that he has a he has actually won a Champions League at right back. I love watching him play. Watching him sitting in front of. Say Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham because the luxury with Jude Bellingham, we'll talk a little bit about him later, is that you can be really versatile because he can play nearly any of the yeah. positions in the midfield. Do you want to have that more of a a ten role type of midfielder? Even though you know he's a fullback. And it's Luke Shaw that has given England the lead. I've got to be honest with you, and it's not a criticism of Luke Shaw. 
I know he's had a decent season for Manchester United, but I'm not having him as a, as a defender. I mean, I thought last night against poor opposition, plays the ball back too many times, you know, runs into areas where he can't get the ball. And when he's called on one-on-one -on -one defending, gets caught out. But he doesn't get the same criticism as Trent Alexander, yet he doesn't produce as much as Trent Alexander going forward. That's just my personal opinion. Time to check in with the Saturday session now with Sam out the face and former Arsenal winger Perry Jerry Groves. Paris Saint-Germain that they've made an approach for Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta to become their new manager according to reports in France. From Mikel Arteta's point of view I'd be amazed if for two reasons if he went. One, you're going into Liga, which isn't a competitive league. Let's be honest, it's PSG for all their money. They they can be bang yeah, You've got the chance to, to, to win the Champions League, got the chance to win they're a never lot got, of trophies. I don't think they're ever going to win the Champions League because of the domestic league is so poor. Okay. And then all of a sudden, then when you make that step up, they'll go through the group stages because group stages have been put inside so the bigger teams get through, right? Then all of a sudden, you get into the quarterfinals. They're not used to that step up in quality of the players that they're playing Against and I think the players at PSG find that very very difficult. Okay, that's one reason why you don't think he'll go. The other reason is, I think he's uh, quite a moral sort of. Um, with obviously, there's not a lot of morals in football. Let's be honest, but I think he can't ask one all of the the owners to buy into his project and they've backed him with with money and signings and they've when he went for a little rocky patch, you know, beginning of last season. Arsenal lost all three games, hadn't scored a goal. Massive game against Norwich where scraped a 1-0 victory and I know he's under a bit of pressure. So they backed him. And also, he's asking players to commit themselves long-term to Arsenal. Bikayo Saka have just signed a contract. Mm. He's asking um, Saliba. Obviously, I think he's just about to sign a long-term contract and buy into the project. So I think he's one of those managers that actually looks where he is at the moment at Arsenal and thinks, right, I'm asking people to buy into this. And I'm buying into it. Uh, there's a potential penalty check. Uh, handball incident. And his left arm is down in front of his body. But there is a slight movement of the lower arm towards the ball. I mean, it is very close. I mean, Wilson's hit it at him. How do we fix the handball law? Uh, last night, handball under scrutiny once again after England were awarded a dubious penalty to go 4-0 up. Let's speak to Keith Hackett, the former Premier League referee. When you've got referees arguing... It's handball or it's not handball. You know, people have sat around a table. Um, some of them have not played the game. And they're not taking into account when, you know, when a player deliberately makes his uh, body shape bigger, is, is what it says in the law. He's not taking into account the movement of the player. And when we see players, we saw it in the Champions League final, with players holding their hands behind the back in a defensive mode. And you think, this is stupid. It's not football. It's a bad law. I've been saying it now for a couple of years. You, the, the governing body have got to change it. I think the pressure's got to come from the football side of, of the game to say, look, we're making our referees look fools because the law is written poorly. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. To the transfer inside us now with Adi Oladipo and Rory Jennings. My prediction for Harry Kane is that he starts the season as a Tottenham player. What's wrong with that? I, well, I think it's I think it's slightly sad. Look, I don't I don't like sneering at qualities like loyalty. I think it's important to acknowledge that Harry Kane is a consummate professional who's been nothing but <laughs> I was going to say one hundred percent, ninety nine percent committed to Tottenham and the furtherance of Tottenham. Mm. But I just think it's slightly underwhelming simply because. I think he's such a good player. Like, this isn't... In fact, I haven't used the right word there. He's not a good player, is he? He's great. Lukaku through the middle, right footed! Oh, Lukaku! He took it brilliantly for Chelsea! When you disrespect the club in the way that Romelu Lukaku disrespected Chelsea, he was a Chelsea player. He'd been there about three months. He'd earned a fortune. We'd spent £100 million on him. He was our hope to win a Premier League. Mm. And within three months, he goes off to Italy conducts an unsanctioned interview with Sky Italia, totally destabilises our season, undermines Thomas Tuchel, undermines Roman Abramovich, disrespects his teammates, embarrasses the fans who've been chanting his name. They look like fools. We're chanting his name. A couple of minutes later, he's saying, yeah, I don't really want to play for them. I don't like it there. I don't like them. I want to be back where I was. It's so disrespectful that he should never have the opportunity. Chelsea fans should remember this. There needs to be a principle here and he shouldn't ever play for Chelsea again. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Anagos in TalkSport Daily Podcast app first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. 
but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson, and me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How Hard Fix. From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of Howard Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here.